Good Sunday morning. I'm Janie Jefferson, and welcome to Community Focus. This week, I spoke with State Senator Teresa Fetter about her having been picked by gubernatorial candidate John Cranley, a Democrat, to be his running mate. Here's our extended conversation. What was your reaction when he approached you to be his running mate? Great question, Jaden. Um, you know, I received a phone call and I'd been talking with him for a few months. I was impressed with what he had done in Cincinnati and some of his ideas that he would have for a comeback in Ohio. So I was quite surprised when he called and asked if I would be open to consider running as his LG, Lieutenant Governor. I said, well, you know, that wasn't my plan, but I have, have to actually take my own good advice when I talk to people and young people, especially to be open, you know, for opportunities. So I have to say, yes, I will be open. Then the next day we met and we talked quite a bit. And, you know, I asked him, why do you think I would be a good lieutenant governor? He said, you know, your experience um, and your wisdom, you know, being in the legislature 22 years, I don't have that and you do. And I need a partner that's going to be able to help me get the job done. And there's no learning curve for someone like myself who has that type of experience and the accomplishments that I've had. So, you know, I, I took a lot of time. He told me, you know, 24 hours, I want my answer. And I didn't laugh out loud, but I thought I'm gonna take longer than 24 hours. And um, so I, I checked in with people that I truly respect in this work and my family and it made complete sense excuse me made complete sense um you know to do it and then i wanted to decide if i wanted to do it and, and it, the answer was yes after everything that i've worked for for children young people that it, it's worth a shot so yes i joined him i didn't run for re-election um I'm gonna run for this higher office with John Cranley because I believe he does have, you know, the good ideas, the experience, the accomplishment. Um, Cincinnati does have a comeback story. And so I think we would uh, be great under that type of governorship, that type of leader. And so I, I wanted to help him. And what ways will you be able to deliver for Ohioans if elected? Well, you know, I'm a former classroom teacher, taught almost 18 years. Air Force veteran, about six and a half years, and a mother, you know, a mother of a single mom going through college. You know, I've had the privilege of being a state representative or senator for 22 years um, in Toledo, and have seen, you know, in all those times, a lot of dysfunction, um, corruption. And for example, the DeWine administration, you know, we're even in the middle of redistricting. They didn't follow the constitution. Um, we've, this is our 25th year of an unconstitutional school funding formula where we have an over-reliance of property tax owners funding our school and our constitution says it must be the state of Ohio. So um, decided something needs to happen. I'll be working on that also. Um, my passion belongs to eradicating human trafficking in our lifetime. So those are some of the things that I bring to the table and hopefully, you know, working from the grassroots up, motivating people to be part of the change. And that's the big part of what I would love to see in this campaign. And so far I've seen that. And what ways can we expect Northwest Ohio to benefit from a Cranley Federal partnership? Mm -hmm. Number one, I think the investment into our young people. 
you know, fixing school funding is huge. We have a fair school funding plan uh, worked out by 614 school districts. It needs to be funded. So number one, that would be done. Uh, number two, continue combating human trafficking and helping the survivors of human trafficking put their lives together and then work on letting it never happen in the first place. So you're working on areas of vulnerability, especially poverty. So the investments that we need in our public schools that look like they're modern workplaces. You know, the investments with technology, teach the best teachers, their training, and really put everything into a community that will help us thrive. Um, he has an idea for energy dividend using the uh, shale oil, <clears throat> um, just like Alaska. And, other states that give a dividend back to their citizens from their from their utilities and natural gas. I think that's a that's an added bonus. Also legalizing marijuana and then using that money to create 30,000 jobs that pay at least $60,000 a year. And as a single mom, I know how hard it is and was to make ends meet. And I know that what a game changer, a job at that level can be for Ohio families. I heard you talk about this, you know, the uh, energy dividend as well as legalizing marijuana. So why do you support these two proposals and how could they benefit the state of Ohio? Well, the energy dividend makes sense because, you know, a lot of companies are making money. So that's, an, that's part of our natural resources and we should get the benefit from that. You know, our utilities are so high right now. Um, and I think it, when you say public utilities where is the public in public utilities so you know that is beneficial for citizens uh, legalizing marijuana is something that's happening throughout the, all of the united states and the revenues are going into the investments back into communities so that to me um, allowing that those thirty thousand jobs making sixty thousand dollars a year can go into renewable energy jobs so the investment goes back into people and that's what i think we've been lacking why should voters support this ticket in the democratic primary well i know john and i can do this because john has already led this comeback in cincinnati and now we need that kind of leadership for our entire state he engineered the ideas. He executed those ideas and to the point where now they have the success and the results. And I think that's what voters want. They want the results to matter and be held accountable. So um, we're, we're gonna have about $80 billion in the next budget to spend and invest back into Ohio. And my belief after doing you know, 20 years of budgeting at the state, it's where you put those dollars and where you get the return. And I always felt that we didn't give enough to our generations of children coming up and that's what matters to me you know affordable higher education you know being able to make ends meet investing in your families and saving you know for your family but for the children's future and putting back communities that have been pretty much left uh, to fend themselves and the, the state dollars need to be returned back to communities the local government funds that were taken under governor Kasich. so you know i've seen it firsthand and where we need to put those investments to reinvest back into the people. Thanks, Senator Teresa Fetter. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Jaden, and wish you well. 
I thank you. I appreciate that. I'm Jaden Jefferson. I'm Jaden Jefferson. I'm Jaden Jefferson. Welcome back. Here's my interview with former Cincinnati mayor and gubernatorial candidate, John Cranley. Why do you want to be the next governor for the state of Ohio? I want to be governor because Ohio needs a comeback. You know, for decades, the state has been in decline. Um, wages have gone down, jobs have shipped overseas, and communities have become more blighted. Um, addiction has become too much of a crisis. Too many people feel that Ohio's best days are behind us. Remember, we had a glorious past. We were the state of presidents of Neil Armstrong, of Toni Morrison, uh, of um, the Edison brother, I mean, the, yeah, the Wright brothers and Thomas Edison of manufacturing, of Toni Morrison and Jesse Owens. Um, the future used to happen here. And so I'm raising my family here. I have a 12-year-old son. Um, and I want Ohio to be the future again. Now, I grew up in a Cincinnati like the rest of Ohio. Uh, Cincinnati was in decline, but now it's growing again. Poverty's down, jobs are up, wages are up. And so if we need a comeback, we deserve a governor who's led a comeback. And I've led a comeback in Cincinnati and people are making more money, taking care of their families, doing better, reduce poverty. And I think that's why I'd be a good governor and why I've got the track record to deliver. Say you want to legalize recreational marijuana in the state of Ohio. Why do you think that could be beneficial for the state? So, I mean, there's a fundamental difference here about philosophy. You know, the Republicans increasingly want to tell people what to do. They want to tell women what to do. They want to tell farmers that they can't do wind and solar projects. And they want to tell farmers that they can't grow marijuana to make money. They think it should be a crime. I think it should be a business. It's also the case that many people uh, get arrested for marijuana and then they can't get jobs later. And so that hurts their ability to take care of their families or they go to jail or prison. And that just doesn't seem to be a good use of jail space. Uh, obviously like alcohol, it can be abused and we need to make sure that people get services if it's abused. But for uh, can, you know adults who are over the age of 21, to make that lifestyle choice and they're paying their bills and they're doing their their life and they're just trying to enjoy life a little bit like they do a, a beer at the end of a long day of work um that's what freedom's all about and uh that's what i think this country should be about i also think it gives us the opportunity to attract young people to have new entrepreneurs i especially am going to make sure that uh black and brown communities that have seen uh, a disproportional uh, arrests in the war on drugs get to have access to the jobs and the entrepreneurial and ownership opportunities that would come with marijuana. But on top of everything else, it'll generate gigantic new taxes. And those taxes I will use to pay for jobs to rebuild the middle class so that there'll be 30,000 jobs I create every year that pay $60,000 a year, enough to live a middle class life. I'm for a $15 living wage. In fact, I passed one in Cincinnati, but that only makes you 30,000 a year, barely enough to survive. 60,000 is a middle-class life with dignity. And so I wanna bring those jobs to Ohio and we need a way to pay for them. And marijuana taxes will pay for those jobs.
you have also promoted the idea of an energy dividend. So what is that concept and how could it be applied to the state of Ohio? Yes, thank you. So just to give you some background, in Alaska, a Republican state, uh, every citizen receives a check annually from the oil companies for $1,300 per person. So if you have a mom and two kids, you're talking about 3,900 bucks a year. In North Dakota, uh, they do a dividend, another Republican state, uh, of 300 bucks a year per person. Now we have a lot of people in Ohio, so we can't go that high, uh, but we do have natural gas like they do in North Dakota, and we have some oil, um, and we can afford, based on my math uh, and, and the existing reported numbers from the natural and gas industry and oil industry, $500 per family, not per person, for people that make 75 grand a year or less. And what's interesting about this, Jaden, is that if it's good enough for the Republican states of Alaska and North Dakota, and we've been governed by Republicans for 30 years, why haven't they done that for us? And in my opinion, the reason is, is that they are beholden and corrupted by HB6 and the, the biggest scandal in the history of the state where they took, according to the FBI, under the Trump administration, they took $60 million in bribes to give a $1.8 billion bailout, roughly, I may have the numbers off a little bit, to First Energy. So in order to pay for that $1.8 million in corporate welfare, they had to raise people's monthly energy bills. So right now, if you're living and you rent an apartment, you got to pay rent, you got to pay heat and air conditioning, you got to pay the cable bill, and you got to pay the water bill, and then you got to pay um, your your utility bill, your heat and, and air conditioning. And so they jacked that up on people, which is one of the reasons why the average Ohioan is getting poorer under their leadership. In Cincinnati, they're getting better off. They're making more money in my city, but in the rest of the state, their wages are going down. And part of it's because instead of our uh, politicians giving us the dividend, like they do in Alaska or North Dakota, they do the opposite. They take money from us and give it to the special interests. And so we need a real clear choice uh, where instead of picking our pockets to pay off their bribes, we're taking money from the special interests and giving a dividend back to the people of Ohio. You have chosen Toledo's own state Senator Teresa Fetter as your running mate uh, to be your lieutenant governor if you guys are elected. So why do you think it was important to pick Ms. Fetter as your running mate? Well, she's awesome, number one. Um, number two, as you may know, she's a veteran and she served her country in the military. Um, and then she became a public school teacher and she's raised a family and she's loved Ohio her, her life in public service. And so she, first and foremost, most importantly, her heart's in the right place. And she's doing public service for the right reasons, to fight for human traffic survivors, to fight for public education, to fight for health care. But secondly, she is, I think, one of the longest Democratic women to ever serve in the General Assembly. And so she has enormous legislative experience in Columbus. So my experience is executive being a mayor of a local government, third major city in Ohio, that's doing better. Her experience is getting things done in a bipartisan fashion in Columbus as a legislator. 
So our combined experiences will allow us to get our agenda in place uh, right away. You often talk about Cincinnati's comeback story, and how would you be able to implement something like that in Ohio, for instance, a state that has seen population decline in some areas? How can you bring Ohio back up like you say you have done for Cincinnati? Yes, well, thank you. Um, you know, big picture, you're either growing or dying. And I, I think this is the most important issue is how do people get hope again that our best days are ahead of us and not behind us? And Cincinnati is the only comeback story. Now, Columbus is growing, but they were never in decline. So they got a lot of great things happening. We're happy for them. But the rest of the state needs a comeback, just like Cincinnati needed a comeback. Remember, Cincinnati was in decline for decades. Our came back, our comeback resulted from a number of things. But the two big things, and I'm proud to say that I was very much part of this, was uh, racial reconciliation improving police community relations, going from a city where civil rights leaders were boycotting our city and saying, don't spend money in Cincinnati because it's too much racism, to now those same civil rights leaders literally endorsing the mayor of Cincinnati, myself, for governor of Ohio. Uh, we have made, we're not perfect, but we have repaired a broken social contract between the police and the community. At the same time, we invested in Black-owned businesses and we have more Black-owned businesses that make a million bucks a year than any city in Ohio. So we've tried, not perfectly, but we've tried to say that as we grow, every, every part of the community will grow. The second thing is that we, um, we put, you know, a lot of people talk a big game about democratic uh, values and policies and ideals. We've walked the walk. We put in place a $15 living wage. We did two years of preschool for all Cincinnati public school kids. We doubled our public transportation budget so people get to and from their jobs. We have reduced poverty. We're building the largest solar farm in America. Uh, and our city government is carbon neutral. And so we have put our ideals in place. And guess what happens? When democratic ideals are actually implemented, prosperity rises for all. And so... You contrast that with the trickle-down failed policies of the Republicans for the last 32 years in our state, and their policies have just failed. You know, maybe they had good intentions, maybe they didn't, but at the end of the day, we need results. And, you know, they, the Republicans love to quote Ronald Reagan, who way before you were born, famously said, are you better off today than you were when the other guy was in charge? Well, the average Ohioan's worse off since Mike DeWine and the Republicans have run our state and the average Cincinnatian is better off. Um, and so who do we deserve to be our leader? And I think that when I travel Ohio, people know that Ohio is not heading in the right direction and that that change is needed. Finally, why should voters support this ticket? They do have options in the Democratic side of the aisle. So at the end of the day, we need somebody in a team that can get results. And the fact is uh, that only Cincinnati has seen the comeback that the rest of Ohio needs. And so, you know, this isn't a game. Uh, this, these are people's lives. And so we need a proven track record of success, which Cincinnati has. Um, and I'm, how, I'm proud to say that I was a key leader in Cincinnati's comeback to go from population decline to rise, from reducing poverty to increasing the medium wage.
Secondly, Teresa, as I mentioned before, uh, allows me to hit the ground running with someone with Columbus uh, experience. And there's many things I'm going to do on my website, johncranley.com. But the four big things is to attract new people and jobs to Ohio through research and development. Two, to guarantee 30,000 jobs a year that pay 60,000 bucks a year to rebuild our state's infrastructure and create high-speed Wi-Fi for the whole state. Pay for all that by legalizing marijuana and creating this energy dividend to help people with inflation to pay their uh, groceries, uh, their utility bills, and put some money in their pockets. And that, all of that together, not just uh, rebuilds the middle class, but raises wages and then is a multiplier effect of, this, of spending. That's all for this week's Community Focus. Have a great Sunday.